Pod Bros. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <coughs> Welcome to Pod Bros. Uh, we are coming at you on Thursday, the one show this week because we're so ridiculously busy. Um, yeah, it's been kind of a crazy week, actually. It has been. It's been ridiculous. Uh, anyway, we're a production of Sound Bros Productions, Incorporated Productions. <laughs> is it is incorporated? We actually. are incorporated LLC. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it's been a crazy work, uh, crazy work yes, week. It's been a crazy work. It's been yeah, a crazy it's work. Been a crazy work. Um, I've been working like crazy. I know you've been busy like crazy. Yeah, um, actually, yeah, I've been I've been doing some work this week. So we're gonna not as much as you've been doing. True, but I have been doing work. Um, we're gonna try and do a show tomorrow, but I don't know if that's gonna actually work out or not. We'll see. Although tomorrow is a special day. Eh, it's all right. It is. It is the birthday of the other half of Podros. It's the Nick Day. Mm. And uh, and typical every year, my family fashion, I had to ask my mom what day was your actual birthday. Because for some reason, I keep thinking it's the 27th. Really? I don't know why. That's That's weird. I know. It's weird. Well, I think whatever. it's because you were born on a leap year. Nope. I was not born on a leap you year. You were born on a leap year. I was not born on a leap year. 90. Yeah, it was. 92 would have been the leap year. Oh, it was the next year. That's right. But you're still born on the last day of Feb. Feb. February. If I had been born on a leap year on the last day, it would have been the 29th. Right. And then you'd only be four. <laughs> true. <laughs> or, Very true. Or something. <laughs> no, you'd be older than. Oh, no, wait. You'd be six. I'm sorry. Mm. Technically. Technically. <laughs> Technically speaking. So what happens if somebody is born on a leap year? Do they celebrate their birthday on the 1st of March or the, I've heard or the both. last? I've heard both. I've heard people celebrate on the 28th and people who celebrate on the 1st. And then every four years they get to celebrate a special birthday on their actual day. Actual day. That's kind of cool. I'm glad I wasn't born in any holiday season other than 4th of July. What? What day were you born on? A Sunday. The 26th. 26th, right. Okay. So there's like this thing, although you were off doing whatever when you were 26, so. But there's like this thing when people have their birthday. Golden and birthday. They, and they're turning the same age as their birthday. Yep. Did you do anything special that day? Uh, for my 26th birthday, yes. I don't remember what exactly it was. We just did a party. At mom's. Hmm. That was the year before. Because I turned 26. Uh, was the year before? I think it was 2010 or 2009. No, 2009. So two years before. Before you ran away? Before I was um, kidnapped against my will for six years. Hmm. Let's let's call it that. <laughs> let's move on. Anyway. Oh, you're right. Trapped. That was. I'm trapped. You're right. That was. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, is this Pe- your people? is this no, your golden? No, next no, year. Next year's your golden. No, I was just asking cuz it just it came into my head. Well, let's try and do something special for your golden next ah, who year. cares? Let's go to Thailand. I I uh, I just enjoy birthdays. Most or... people are, You know how people are like they're all upset about birthdays and getting older or whatever. Let's go to Germany. Or they're like or I don't want to have a big party, and then someone has a surprise party for them, and they're like reluctantly okay with it. I love parties. I Why just, do people not enjoy? I just enjoy parties? having a party. Mom asked me earlier. She's like, "Yeah, well, except for you decided you like, to do it on Sunday night again." That's when I like to do it at. Ugh. And 
today and tomorrow and, and Saturday I know. are taken. I know. So I know. Okay, simmer down. Uh <laughs> simmer down, sassy pants. Am I am I peeking over there? No, you're not. Okay. Um anyway. So So Sunday night we're having a party for, for niche. Anyway. <laughs> so I was just, you know, just curious. Indeed. As to that. I just I like having parties. I don't really care how many people show up. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Somebody asked me that. They're like, well, what if nobody shows up? It's like, well, we'll just have a party without anyone else. But see, there are people yeah. that, that come to our parties every year that they've gotten, they're like, when we when we invite them, like, oh, great. We're going to a Solano party. We're going to a Solano birthday party. Fantastic. This is going to be awesome. We look forward to these every year. So That's awesome. You know. Well, Vince's was met, packed. How many people were there? 75, 74. Yeah, that's awesome. like that. The biggest party we've ever had, though, was was, was, you. was mine? Yeah. Which we had part? like 102 people in the house. <laughs> when was that? Uh, what year was that? I don't even know what year that was. There were so many people at the house. It was yeah. crazy. And then- Every and every then, room was packed, and outside was packed too. Yeah, I mean, it, it might have just, been more than that. It I might have been was, more than a hundred. I think it might have been. It was. There was a lot of people. There, there. were so many people there. there were I don't even remember there. what birthday it was. I think that might have been my twenty sixth. That might that might have been my twenty sixth birthday. No. It was before you left. So my seventeenth, maybe, eighteenth. You left and came back, and then you left again, right? You, kind, you left. Kind of. When you kind of came back, how old were you? 20-ish. Because for some reason my brain is saying it was your 20th birthday. That was the year I came back from Camp Fell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was 2004. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. 2004, and I was 21. Yeah, 21. That. I could see that being a, a rip-roaring party, your 21st birthday. Yeah, 21. Yeah. 21. Because I wasn't a drinker, so. Yeah, we just had a fun we party. We just had a rip-roaring party, and it was tons awesome. Tons of people from church. It was yeah, great. It was a blast. But we like birthdays. Yeah. We like to go to birthday parties. Birthdays we are like great. to have birthday parties. We like to just throw parties. As a matter of fact. You know what it is? As a matter we of fact. We just like parties. We've had people. That have become part of our lives. That have asked us. No, no, no. They did, they did not ask party. us. <laughs> Specifically, one individual did not ask us, but he got one anyway. Harvey. Oh, of course. It was hysterical. He's family, though. It's a Solano birthday party for Harvey. <laughs> in July. In but July. My birthday isn't in July, though. Yeah, and? Yeah, and? You're having a party. Get over it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. now, that was a good party, though. It was a good party. Although I would say the best party we ever did was that one where uh, where we did all the theater games. Yes, it was. Whose party was that? Was it, was it yours? That was a great party. I will never forget Joel Morrison sitting in a chair. Oh my gosh! On a roller coaster was oh it? A, my no, he was gosh. eating a sandwich. No, no, no. He was eating a the, sub sandwich. But the best one. Oh, for he was the watching sandwich, a though? horror movie. No, the best one for the sandwich goes to Dietrich. Oh gosh, yes. That was at your birthday. That's right. That's that right. That was <laughs> it. Was so funny. Off the chain, hysterical. <laughs> and he played it up so well. Yep. Yep. Right. That that is yeah. Great game. Great. Good. Great fun. Great fun. Was. So hey, uh, things that are happening in the area. Um, two of our favorite improvers are coming to Yavapai College. Oh yeah, that's right. Colin that. Mockery and Brad Sherwood. How is that even possible? I'm super excited. We're a tiny town. So, Colin Mockery, Brad Sherwood, March 21st. Yeah. That's, so that's kind of cool. It is cool, actually. Cool. If I had, uh, if I had time, I'd go and watch that. Yeah, right? Because that would be freaking awesome. I think I might actually go. Um, also, Sound Bros is doing a bunch of gigs next week. We are. We have three. And there's that play I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Is that next week, too? Yep, on the 7th. Of course it is. Oh, simmer down. Of course it is. Lame. You're lame. I didn't say you were lame. I just said lame in general. I know, but I was qualifying it by saying that you're lame. <laughs> qualifying my lame. 
Um, yeah, the play called The Family. The Family. We have that commercial. You have the commercial, right? Uh, I don't know. Let me see if I can access it on my phone. Do you have it on the computer? Oh, no, I don't have it on this computer. Oh, you should have had it on that computer so we could just play it on the show. I should have. That actually would have been really cool if I had thought of it. How long is it? Uh, I made two ads, actually. I made a a 30-second ad and a minute ad. Well, at the bottom of the hour, we will pause for a minute and add that in. Okay. Because that's a great idea. This is a great that idea. way we have good. That way we have good quality sound. Instead of me playing it off my phone into yeah, the speaker, instead of us playing into the system, you playing it off your phone to the computer thing. Don't do that. We don't do that. Also, tonight at Elements is birthday night, which means people that have a year or longer sober and free from drugs, um, we get to celebrate their their long time birthdays. That yeah. means there's cake. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited about cake. Let them eat. I didn't get any cake last time. Neither did I. So. You're getting cake this time. Well, yeah, because I'm going to be going and getting some and then leaving. No, you're getting cake this time. Okay. Yeah, you'll get cake this time because I might go get some and bring it to you before it's all over. Okay. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! Olay! Every time someone says that, all I can think of is Wally. Wally. Ta-da. Ta-da. That was a good movie. It was. Wally, the movie of, uh, you know, how did, was that Pixar? Yep. How did Pixar make a robot pull at your heartstrings? By being Pixar. By being Pixar, because they're awesome. I like Pixar. The same way that they made a rat from France pulling your heartstrings. Oh, gosh, Ratatouille, great movie, right? You're not talking about a different movie? Nope. <laughs> Definitely not talking about a different movie. <laughs> also, the same way that they had superheroes pull your heartstrings. Twice. Oh, gosh. Incredible. And That's toys. just incredible. Four times. Still. Five times. Five times. Five times. You're right. I haven't seen the fifth one yet, though. What? What? Yeah, remember? I have it. That was the one that you guys went and watched at the theaters without me, just like last time. I'm not bitter or anything. I'm when did saying. we see, when did we go see this? I don't remember this. Where were you? Why were you not with us? I don't know. I don't remember this. What is going you, on? You you went on on your own. Me and Joe. And I was like, hey, uh, I wanted to go watch that with you guys, and you were like, oh well, me and Joe went and watched it. I do not. Too sound bad. Like that. I do not sound like too that. bad. Too bad. You guys went and watched it without you. Just <laughs> baby powder. <laughs> How do you like me now? No. <laughs> oh. Um, talk about something. Do the weather. The weather? Do the weather. I don't have the weather ready yet. Pull the weather up. What are you doing? Okay, bye. I guess I'm just going to do the weather in here by myself. With, with no one else, all by my lonesome. Of course, he gave me no head warning on the head, head start on this or a warning, so I have to go and pull it up now. Dirty tramp. Okay, here it is. Um, and just to qualify, a tramp is someone who travels around and has no place to live. Anyway, um, look it up. Classic definition. Today it is 63 degrees right now, 12% humidity um, and clear. This afternoon, which it kind of is this afternoon right now, it's supposed to be a little bit cloudy and it's supposed to get more cloudy than it's supposed to rain on Sunday and snow on Sunday night. Man, they are just... They are just like, they want it to snow. The weather forecasters are like, snow, snow, every week, snow, snow. It's not going to snow. Snow, snow. Stop it. Put it down. Snow. Snow. I'm back. I realized that we have to leave after this, and I have no clothes because they're in the washer, so I had to put them in the dryer. Nice. (laughs) 
just kidding. Yeah, you didn't actually I'm have to do that. You were breathing, breath. having like that anyway. I'm a mouth breather. Huh? What? Uh, no, stop. Put it down. Turn around. Come no. back. No. I have to go. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to go. So I saved an ad, or I saved a... Uh, Bob. I saved a story from from the news the other day. From the news. it was pretty freaking amazing. We didn't write a commercial for this one. For which one? Uh, for this show where we do a... So then we should just write one and, so, and then do it, but not right now. Okay, do your news story and then we'll... So this musician, he performs while surgery remove... Well, surgeons remove brain tumor. Wait, he did what? Oh, 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 oh. Is that the musician that she... She uh, she plays the violin while they were pulling out the brain tumor? Yep. So that she wouldn't lo- forget how to play the violin? Yep. Did it work? No idea. Didn't read the article. <laughs> it just looked really cool. This the, February, the musician plays violin during brain surgery. The picture is really cool. It is actually really cool. Does that mean that she was awake for the surgery? Um, I don't think so. I think she just started playing and let her muscles go type thing. Huh. That's interesting. So, have you ever read uh have you ever read War of the Worlds? I have not. Um by uh Oh, what is his name? Who's the guy who wrote uh Time Machine? C.S. Lewis. H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells. C.S. <laughs> Lewis did not write. What? No. What? C.S. What? <coughs> I don't even know how to dignify that with a response, man. You don't. You just turn your head like you did, like a dog listening to a high-pitched sound, and then go, what? <laughs> like you did. So. Why being so creepy, man? H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells. Wrote. Not Orson Wells. <sighs> you are just the worst. <laughs> you know that? It's H.G. Wells. I'm just messing with you. You know what? You're useless. I'm just going to look up more. Useless. Useless. Swiffer, Meredith. Science. Genetic engineering. Oh, man. Um, oh, I didn't know. <sighs> Apparently there's a TV show called War of the Worlds that's been going on. Uh, anyway, well, we haven't watched any new episodes of Picard yet, mainly because we've been so busy. We haven't had a chance to watch them. No, we haven't. And unfortunately, the Mandalorian is on hiatus until it comes back in October, which is obnoxious, annoying, obnoxious, and disliked, annoying. Although the set for The Mandalorian is amazing. Where is it? Uh, it's in California. Oh, it is H.G. Wells. I said that. War of the Worlds. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, it I was H.G. Wells. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. So anyway. I said C.S. Lewis to mess with you and Orson Welles to mess with you. Is it Orville Redenbacher? No. He makes popcorn. I like Made popcorn. popcorn. Previously made popcorn. He doesn't make popcorn anymore? No, he's dead. Is he the popcorn? No, he's dead. No, he's dead. No cheeses for us, Mises. What the heck is the story? I don't know, but you said that you had it, and then you stopped. And you're staring at your iPad and not talking. And so I'm rambling on about nothing. Absolutely nothing. Literally, I've talked about nothing. I am Darth Bob. Darth Bob? From Kmart? <laughs> All-powerful master lord of the Stith. 
They're like the Sith, only with a speech impediment. So, um, so you've never read War of the Worlds, right? I have listened to it. Oh, you've listened to it. I've never read it. You are the worst. You I know, didn't listen to the unabridged version. You know though, the and story. I listen, yeah, I know what the story is. Okay. It's the giant alien thingies, and then yeah, they yeah, die because yeah. the corona and there's burning, virus. They're burning on Mars. Yeah. And they can't figure out what it is, and then the stuff starts landing, and it, they attack Earth, and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, um, yeah. So, apparently there is, uh, Mars is humming. Yeah. Like right now, for real? Like right now. And scientists aren't sure why. So. They're coming. The first thing I thought of was, you know, War of the Worlds, uh, Mars Attacks, and any of the above. So, you know, get your country music out. And load your guns because we're taking back over our world. Fourth um, of July. Make sure you have a whole bunch of viruses, basic viruses like the, like the common cold. Well, we, we don't even need that. We got the Kung Flu right now. <laughs> You'll come to Earth, you die horrible, painful. Um, what was I just reading about? And you derailed my brain. I did. Oh, well. So anyway, I just, I thought it was interesting. You know the, the whole, uh, the whole uh, Kung Flu thing? Yeah. This coronavirus? Oh, that's what I was reading about. There was a guy. Oh, yeah. Dean okay. Coons. Dean Coons. Dean yep. Coons, the writer. Um, wrote about it in one of his books, and a friend of mine took the picture. Put, Eyes took, of Darkness took a picture of the the pages mm-hmm. that had it in there and underlined it. Posted it's it. It's Wuhan thirty nine, right? Yep, yep. It's in the a, year twenty twenty. Uh, in the year twenty twenty, it attacks it attacks attacks the attacks. respiratory bronchial tubes, and it came from the uh, chemical facilities in Wuhan. In Wuhan, hence the name Wuhan thirty nine. Yep, which is entirely too accurate. Also, interestingly enough, if you do any so research, either either he was a brilliant man who could see the future, or one of them was reading one of his books and was like, "That is a brilliant idea." Wow, I can see the Chinese government doing that. <laughs> I can see the good. I can see both. I can, actually, I can see the Chinese both, government doing that. Both and him already knowing that it was going to happen. Yep. And in that case, Inception, no, Blah. predestination. Blah. No, that's not it. Inception is blah. Yeah. Anyway. I uh That was a weird movie, Predestination. It was a weird movie. But Dumb coming. News of the Day. <laughs> so the coronavirus is actually a um it's actually an inaccurate not an interact it's a vague description of what the virus actually is. Okay. Because uh corona the coronavirus. So you know how things are broken down by uh, species and genome and uh, phylum and all the different stuff that breaks See, down bueno. species. Yep. Um, so corona is like an overarching that covers like several different diseases that are similar to each other. So calling it the coronavirus is kind of a vague um, misunderstanding. And that's actually what's caused a lot of confusion on the Internet with conspiracy theories because there are different versions of the coronavirus – um, and so conspiracy theorists are like, oh, this one already existed, or that one already existed, or there's already a cure. Um, whereas there is some legitimate conspiracy going on around the corona, the current coronavirus. Uh, most of the stuff that's swirling around on the internet is just a load of minutiae. Minutiae. So, anyway, what's your dumb news of the day? I don't know. Well, that's useful. Ooh, this is a fun one. Cute. Teacher Rachel Marie Gillespie is arrested for an improper relationship with a student at Jennings High School in Jennings, Louisiana. Okay. Teachers don't waste any time. School's only been open a few weeks. Authorities in Jefferson Davis Parish say they arrested Jennings High School teacher today who is accused of having an improper relationship with a student. Chief Deputy Christopher Ivey said deputies began investigating the case in August of 2017 after receiving a complaint from the Jefferson Davis Parish School Board of an alleged relationship between the employee and the student. She's attractive. And? That's it. That's all it says. And this whole thing happened so that uh, Saturday Night Live could make several sketches about it. Of course. Because that sketch is actually really funny. 
Um, do you suffer from earwax? Nope. Well, if you did, there was a pop-up that told me how to fix it. But I didn't go there because you said that you didn't, so... I don't actually believe in earwax. It doesn't exist. Ooh, earwax? I've heard of that. Earwax. No earwax exist. No earwax. Earwalking... Not to be confused with Ewax. Ewax. They do exist. Um... Uh, what is the best birthday gift? I don't want to read this out loud before reading it beforehand and finding out if there's anything. So what do you got over there? Oh, I'm just reading about, um, the, uh, the quarantine sections in California. Ooh. Where people have the virus and are quarantined there. Awesome. Read, tell, tell us about it. Um, a North, a Northern California resident tested positive for the, for the virus despite not having traveled to the outbreak zone or knowingly come in contact with anyone infected, raising concerns that it is spreading among American public undeterred. So my guess is that this virus, because of because of the nature of, of how bad it was and how terrible the their restrictions that they had in place in China is that there's a very strong possibility that someone came over before they even knew that there was a virus going on in China and yeah. they're they're not infected they're just a carrier um, because that that's actually uh, that's been a that's been something that's happened in the past especially with viruses um, because certain people can be completely immune to a virus right like totally immune where the where the virus is actually like, I, I think the the most accurate way to say it is immune is incompatible with the system. Right. Um, there are people like that that have like the bubon- the bubonic plague. They are completely immune to the bubonic plague. Wow, that's cool. Okay, um, here's a cool story. So anyway, the danger of that is that they can be carriers. Uh, right, right, and and not get sick themselves. Mm-hmm. So. We are about a month, about a month away. From? April. Okay. April Fool. Okay. So, these are the top ten greatest April Fool pranks of all time. Okay. According to BizarreNews.com. I'm ready. Number one, Spaghetti Goes on Trees. On April 1st, 1957, the BBC TV news show Panorama ran a segment about the Swiss spaghetti harvest. Enjoying a bumper year, thanks to mild weather and the elimination of the annoying spaghetti weevil. Many credulous Britons were taken in, and why not? Even BBC General Director Sir Ian Jacob wasn't entirely sure it was a joke and had to research the topic in three different books to confirm the segment wasn't wasn't true. Hundreds of people phoned the BBC wanting to know how they could grow their own spaghetti tree. The BBC (laughs) reportedly replied... The BBC reportedly replied, place a string of spaghetti in a, th- in a tin of tomato sauce and hope for the best. Wow. Uh, all right. Number two, New York Mets fireballer Sid Finch. The tale of Mets pitcher Hayden Sidhartha Sid Finch was invented by George Pimbleton for Sports Illustrated April 1st, 1985 edition. The story about Sid was one of a was one of a baseball player too good to be true, which he was. The story detailed how Sid had a fastball that cracked 180, 180, uh, 68 miles per hour. Mets coach Mel Stoudemire got in on the ruse, posing for a photo talking to Sid, who was actually an art teacher masquerading as a fake base, uh, baseball player. However, eagle-eyed readers caught on immediately. The first letters in the words of the story's secondary headline spelled out, Happy April Fool's Day. But others wondered whether the Mets had added another fireball into their <laughs> top-notch staff. <laughs> That's good. That's funny. That's good. All right, number three, do-it-yourself instant color TV. April 1st, 1962, Sweden's SVT, uh, Severius Television, <clears throat> Uh, brought their technical expert, Kel Stinson, onto the news to inform the public that thanks to a new technology, viewers could convert their existing sets to color 
sets to display color reception. At the time, there was only one TV channel in Sweden, and it broadcast in black and white. So this was big news. Stenson explained that all viewers had to do was pull a nylon stocking over their TV screen, and the mesh would cause the light to bend in such a way that it would appear as if an image was in color. He proceeded to demonstrate the process. Thousands of people were taken in. Many Swedes today still report remembering their fathers rushing through the house trying to find stockings to place over the TV set. That's hysterical. Regular color broadcasts only commenced in Sweden on April 1st, 1970. That's really funny. <laughs> Stretch these pantyhose over your over your over your TV set and get your color. It's the bottom of the hour. <sighs> okay. You don't have to wait for anything. Oh no, we're not waiting for anything. I'm just gonna insert it. It's the bottom of the hour. We are Pod Bros. A production. Production of Sound Bros. Productions. Productions. P- productions. LLC. LLC. Esquire. So ridiculous. Speaking of Esquire, John Wick 4 and The Matrix 4 are all coming out out the same day. I know. I saw that. It's going to be a very long day for me. The Matrix 4 is a prequel, right? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I haven't read anything about it, actually. I should look it up. Anyway, uh, we are on Google Play, Spotify, Podbean. Facebook. Facebook iTunes book iTunes and uh, at current we only do a show uh, whenever we have the moment to do it which today happened to be a moment to do it yay, yay! Um, and we're sorry that we uh, have not been <laughs> uploading we feel bad um, but all the text all the threatening text messages have stopped on my phone so that's good because I was getting them threatening text messages where's your show well, I mean done your show show. Those don't sound threatening. They just sound like people asking where the show is. Do a show. Do a show or die. Oh, yeah, that's threatening. Is that threatening? That's threatening. Okay, all right. I added that last part. Okay. Okay. Come and chop your toes Um, off one by one. uh, So coming up on March 7th. 7th. Is a play about a family. We just did the ad. And and here's the ad. We didn't do the ad yet. Oh, you didn't want me to put it at the bottom of the hour? No. After I said something. Oh. Roll that ad. Prescott 180 and Impact Productions proudly presents a No Mops the Musical called The Family, being performed at 180 on Saturday, March 7th at 8 p.m. That's at 422 West Gurley Street, across from Charlotte Hall Museum in Prescott, Arizona. Hey, you looking for an entertaining evening full of, I don't know, Italian family arguments? Obnoxious Broadway stars? Fake priests? Mob secrets? People getting bumped off? And a couple of overly ambitious goombas? Oh, this is one mobster musical that you don't want to miss. That's Saturday, March 7th at 8 p.m., 422 West Gurley Street in Prescott, Arizona. For more information or to reserve a seat, call or text 928-533-6185. That's 928-533-6185. Now eat the soup or jump out the window. That's Italian for take it or leave it. Capiche? Wasn't that a cool ad? Nick made that. Um, and that was uh, another person that we know's voice. Um, he sounds a lot like us because he's our dad. So, cool commercial. Thanks. Bro. Good job. Appreciate it. <laughs> this is what we can do in post-production. It's fantastic. Indeed. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of movies coming out, um, I hear that there's a big controversy about the new 007 movie. Uh, okay. No Time to Die. What about it? So, I guess that there's a whole bunch of fans that are really upset about the female? About the 007 being female. Why? Because they're worried that the next James Bond movie- Is going to be her? Because this is the last Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig James Bond movie. They're they're worried that the next one is going to be her, and they really don't want that. Um, I don't think that James Bond is going to be that stupid. Jamie but, Bond? Or the Bond franchise. Anyway, I don't think they're going to be that dumb, first. Second, it doesn't matter. A 007 can be any gender- no, they can't. It's James Bond. 007 can be any gender. Yes, but what they're worried about is that James Bond is 007. That's the point. I get it. I get it. Eh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. 
I'm so fed up with all of the hyper femaleization things that it just like whatever. I don't even care anymore. Fake news. I don't even care. I'm, I'm single. I don't even have a girl friend thing. It significant other wow, spouse. This is just weird. Just let's should just I stop? On. You should stop. I should stop. You should stop. I just I want to cry. Anyway, uh, number four on the top ten list of April Fool's jokes. Alabama changes the value of pi. Two. How could anybody work with an irrational number that goes on and on and on? Lawmakers in Alabama allegedly thought so, passing a law in 1998 that redefined pi. As? The April 1998 issue of the New Mexicans for Science and Reason, um, Science and Reason newsletter can contained an article claiming that the Alabama state legislator had voted to change the value of the mathematical constant pi from 3.1459 to the biblical value of 3.0. Soon the article made its way onto the internet and then it would and then it rapidly spread through around the world In forwarded 98? by email. Yes. It only became apparent how far the article had spread when the Alabama legislator began receiving hundreds of calls from people pro- protesting the legislation. <laughs> the original article, which was intended as a parody of legislative attempts to circumscribe the teaching of evolution, was written by physicist uh, Mark Boslow. Awesome. Number five, Taco Bell, Taco Liberty Bell. Freedom doesn't ring as sweet when Taco Bell is floating the bill. America America was outraged when the fast food chain took out a full-page ad in six major newspapers oh my gosh. claiming it had purchased the Liberty Bell in an effort to help the national debt. Taking it one step further, Taco Bell said that they were renaming it the Taco Liberty Bell. The pranks... Real victims were hapless National Park Service employees manning the phones at the Liberty Bell. Unaware of the media blitz, they spent their April Fool's Day reassuring Americans that no, their national monument hasn't been sold to the highest bidder. Uh, That's good. Is that why America exists? Because they thought outside the bun? Bong. Bong. Sorry, hold on. Number five, the left-handed Whopper. Burger King cooked cooked up a Whopper of a different sort in 1998, but that doesn't mean fast food wow, customers were any less— Apparently, 98 was the year to do pranks. —any less willing to swallow it. In a full-page ad in USA Today, wow. Burger King announced a solution for the 1.4 million left-handed customers visiting their restaurants every day, the left-handed Whopper. Burger King said all the condiments were rotated 180 degrees to suit the left-handed burger connoisseur. Southpaws eagerly tried to order the burger the next day, but they had to wait in line behind right-handed folks equally caught up with making sure they got the correct Whopper. (laughs) The thought that a burger is basically, you know, a circle apparently never crossed their minds. I worked at Burger King no, after that. I worked after that. Oh, bummer. Dude, that's hysterical. Oh, bummer. All right. Number seven. The British media have a unique affinity for pulling April Fool's pranks, matched only by the British public's unique ability to fall for them. On April 1st, 1976, BBC Radio 2 astronomer Sir Patrick Moore gave listeners some bunk about how, at 9.47 a.m., Pluto and Jupiter would align in such a way to temporarily reduce Earth's gravity. Moore told listeners to jump at exactly that time to experience a -a once-in-a-lifetime effect. At 9.48, callers flooded the lines, eager to describe how they had briefly floated. (laughs) News that Moore had played them no doubt brought everyone crashing back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, that's classic. We live in a bad time because you can't do that now. People get so upset and butthurt. Yeah, they'd probably get sued or some crap like that. I, I, a friend of mine got in trouble at Yavapai College the other day For because what? he said hasta la pasta, and a Mexican student got, got offended and he got in trouble for it. For what? Well, I'm Hispanic. That and? offends me. 
um, hasta la pasta has nothing to do with Mexicans. Or Spanish. Oh, it's Spanish-ish. It is Hoste. Latin. It's Latin, which is more Italian. And hasta la vista is, is German. He's German. Anyway, uh, number eight. It's German and Italian. Longest marathon ever. Good Lord. Why, why are people so dumb? It is tough being a foreign athlete. As Japanese long-distance runner Kemo Naka- Nakahimi learned, according to the April 1st, 1981 issue of the Daily Mail, Nakahimi had gone to England to complete in the London Marathon. Due to a translation error, error he thought that the length was 26 days, not 26 miles. A number of people, people allegedly spotted him running in the countryside, though no one was able to stop him. The paper attributed the translation goof to the imp- uh, import director Timothy Brant, who had translated the rules and sent them off to Nakahimi. But I have only been learning Japanese for two years, and I must have made a mistake, he said. He seems to be taking this marathon to be something like a very long race as they have over there. So he went running, apparently, for 26 26 days. days? How is that even possible? I don't know. Number nine. Canned unicorn meat. Wow. Online retailer Think Geek, Think Geek announced an exciting new product, canned unicorn meat, which it described as the new white meat wow. and an excellent source of sprinkles. <laughs> it's unlikely that many people believed Think Geek Think Geek was really selling unicorn meat, but the concept proved popular enough that a few months later the company started selling the product for real. Customers who ordered it received a stuffed unicorn toy inside a can. Except for except for customers in Germany who complained that there weren't they weren't receiving their orders. Eventually the reason for the delay was traked back traced back to the shipments being halted by German customs officials who apparently believed that unicorns were real and had therefore decided that the product fell afoul of regulations banning the importation of meat from rare, quote-unquote, animals. Wow. (laughs) Well, you know what they say about Germans. They're very efficient and not not very very funny. funny. (laughs) (laughs) Big Ben goes digital. The BBC Overseas News Service reported that Big Ben, in order to keep up with the times, was going to be giving a digital readout. The segment included people's nostalgic reminiscence about the world's most famous clock, such as anecdotes about the day it stopped and when it chimed 13 instead of 12. Finally, the service announced that the clock hands, being no longer needed, would be given away to the first four listeners to contact them. One Japanese seaman in the Mid-Atlantic immediately radioed in, hoping to be among the latest, the lucky callers. However, the BBC was shocked when it began receiving a massive volume of calls from listeners who were furious that Big Ben was going to be meddled with. Surprisingly, few people thought it was funny, admitted Tom Lightly of the service. The BBC had to spend several days apologizing to listeners That's for hysterical. upsetting them. That's fantastic. How many more of these do you have? That was it. That okay, was the cool. last one. So while you were looking those up. Because that was really good. While you were reading those, I looked up fun pranks you can do for April Fool's Day. Oh, yay. So this one is... Um, <clears throat> and the name of today's show is April Fool's. It's February. Yeah, right. Um, you can take this. This is a uh, a link that you can download uh, cutouts for insects that you can then tape inside of a lampshade. If you ever do that to me. Um, I, I might do this one. So they have it's like looks like probably like 20, 20 balloons all stuffed to, all taped together and then they taped it over the window. So it looks like the room is full of balloons. Full of balloons. That's awesome. This one is the best though. By far. He's got um he loaded the he loaded his his coworker's keyboard. He took the top off the keyboard and put uh, a little thin fill, uh, filling underneath and filled it with dirt and grass seeds. 
And so that his keyboard grows grass. So that his keyboard grows grass. <laughs> <laughs> so then this guy was probably waiting outside in Gotta the car. Got to my keyboard. Probably waiting outside in the car for his wife. And he decided that he would spend his time by taking all of the shopping carts in in the uh, in the corral in the parking lot and making a giant infinite loop of shopping carts around one car. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah, this is a classic one. On a on a desk chair, you put an air horn underneath the seat. Oh yeah. That's always a good one. You sit down and it goes off or like a whoopee cushion. Oh, this is a good one. You take a piece of, uh, this is that, the meme with the guy who's, here, this one. This meme. Oh, yeah, the. Only they, okay. they taped it over the, the laser on the bottom of the mouse. Oh, okay. So you can't use the mouse. Until you flip it over and see the guy smiling yep. at you. And then, of oh, course, there's classic um, caramel onions. Caramel onions? Yeah. You make a bunch of caramel apples and you slip in a caramel onion. Oh, yes. I would be okay with actually okay, that. Okay, that's really funny. I like onions. So this though. guy, he made a uh, he made a shirt and a hat that looks like the front seat of his car. <laughs> and then he drives around. <laughs> and people panic cuz it's a self-driving car. Yep. Oh, oh my what gosh. other ones you got over there? So this one, somebody took a picture of uh, of Kim Jong Un and put it up on the wall with all of the employees of the month pictures. Wow, that's really funny. Make. Oh man, this is so brilliant! So this guy made ice cubes and put Mentos inside of them. For when you're drinking soda. <laughs> That's so good. So as soon as the Mentos melts enough to get to the soda, your drink suddenly explodes. Yep. Brilliant. How much? Uh, where are we at on time? We got about about seven minutes. Seven minutes. So seven eight minutes. So this one's good. He replaced the. Uh, he took the outside cover of a like a air freshener can, uh-huh. and he wrapped it around uh, shrimp scent. Gross. Why does my bathroom smell like shrimp? Oh my gosh! You know those little toy snakes, little tiny ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy took one and stuck it in the vegetables at the grocery store. You know, like the fresh vegetables. Oh, okay. stuck it in there. It's really funny. I like April Fool. Do you like April Fools? Uh, you know, it's I don't ever prank anybody. I've never really done anything on April Fools. It's just kind of one of those days that you think back on a switching from the Julian calendar because that used to be April 1st used to be New Year's. That's why it's That's why the, the that's why it's called April Fools Day. The fools are the ones who continue to celebrate New Year's on, on April. April 1st. So. So, April 1st is the new year. We're still in 2019. Yeah, right. I don't want to play anymore. Well, what do we got going on this year? We oh got an election. We have Okay, this is really funny. People drive like horrible. So this so guy bad. took this guy took red paint and did get out on the on the floor with like hand marks going towards the floor vent and then carpeted the room. <laughs> 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 so he sells the house. They go to change out the carpet. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. I've seen this one before. You take a you take a picture of someone and you put it on the inside of the copier machine so that everything that they copy, the picture of the person is in the copies that they're making. So in this case they put pictures of Nick Cage. Oh my gosh. Which is apparently a very common thing at Apple stores. Have you ever seen that? No. Uh-uh. There's there's a whole slew of pictures on the internet of uh, these guys that go into Apple stores all over the place 
and they changed all of the home screens to Nick Cage, all of his movies, mm-hmm. pictures of him from all of his movies. It's really funny. That's fantastic. Ooh, this is a good one. Paint the soap with clear nail polish and then leave it in the shower. <laughs> so it doesn't lather? <laughs> Gosh. Nice. This is another good one with an air horn. You take it and you put the you put an air horn on the on the doorstop, the wall stopper. Right. That's funny. Holy cow, that's a ridiculous prank. So this is a school prank for April Fool's Day. They filled little Dixie cups full of water and covered the entire main hallway. Oh no. I've se- I think I've seen that one. Oh no. That is hilarious. So if you knock one over, it's wet. Yep. That's awesome. I like a good prank. I don't like pranks that are painful though. And I don't like pranks that are scary. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. So But a good funny prank and something that just you makes how, you laugh. You know how or you can take uh you can take if you do if you create the process correctly, you can you can draw water up into a cup that's upside down. Yeah. So this guy did this. It's two cups of water upside down, full of water. And there's a little note underneath it that says, Have fun cleaning this up. Love dad. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, that's the end of our show. Um It is? It is. Oh, it is, gosh. Okay. Um we I are we had to go. We are, yeah, we are we are over. Um We're not over it's our time. We're just over our ability to do anything else. Pod we have to leave. Bros. We are pod bros. We are a production. Wait. Where where am I right now? Uh, you were asleep. I dragged you in here. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, hi. Hi. Hi, I'm Steve. Hi, Steve. Um, you're actually Nick. Who's Nick? He's Steve. Who's Steve? Wait, who are you? <laughs> I'm Steve. What? Anyway. Um, yeah, this is Pod Bros, production of Sound Bros Productions. 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 Um, um We hope you learned something today. Because if you're not learning, you're dying. So stay alive and have a great day.